Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Canon Chatter TV. I'm G Talks Arsenal. Um, I'm your host tonight for tonight's show. Um, obviously, talking all things Arsenal, especially with obviously the great win um, that we had um, over the weekend, which obviously saw us um, with you know going to ten games unbeaten, up to fifth in the league, and and everything's you know kind of moving uh, in the right direction. So yeah, a lot of kind of happy gooners at the moment, which is great. Um, we're not joined by Stephen tonight. Um, Hopefully, he will be able to watch. Um, he will be back with us as soon as possible. But I am joined uh, by Lottie. Obviously, Lottie, how are you feeling? I know you was at the game. I know you had a great weekend. Just kind of, before we get into it, like, get into it, just give us some thoughts about how you're feeling and what the game was like. Um, I would sing this, but my voice is going. As you can all hear, I've been singing all game. I was in block 24 in the clock end yesterday. But I am going to say... Halen's on a roll. Saka and Smith row. That is all I've got to say on the game. Well, not really. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, but, definitely. Yeah, it, we, we were, oh, it was just, it was a great game. I mean, uh, if the atmosphere was better than what it usually is. I know my good friend Ben wasn't there yesterday to give the, the Ashburton boys a bit of energy pump because Ben is full of energy, but they did him proud. I will say that. Um, as you can hear, I kind of lost my voice. I've learned a new song. Um, I did, I, uh, El Nenu has got a song to twist and shout. Oh, I need to hear so, this at some point. Yeah, no, I've got some footage that we're, uh, I'm going to give to Stephen to drop on the channel. So keep Excellent. an eye out for those. Um, Brilliant. But yeah, no, it was a good, very good weekend. We had uh, Cam Chat's number one fan up from Cornwall. So it was really good to see Georgina as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a very good Excellent. weekend. Very good weekend. Excellent. So, yes. Yeah, um, How was yours? Obviously. Sorry, G, I'm being a bit selfish. You know, it was good, you know. It was good. Um, I was I was a little bit busy because I was working this weekend. So, I kind of kept on, you know, I kind of kept up with, with with how the match was going. Um, Obviously, kind of tuned in at one point when we was one nil up, but then we wasn't one nil up with the whole soccer goal, etc. But I managed to obviously get home, watch the highlights, um, obviously kind of, you know, get an overview of, you know, even though the scoreline didn't suggest it, what a dominant performance it actually really was, because I think it's quite quite misleading, the 1-0 scoreline, but we'll get into that. But yeah, I had a good weekend, um, quite busy, but yeah, just, just looking forward to obviously, you know, not necessarily looking forward to the international break, because I think it's kind of come at a wrong time for us, but because um, we're on a roll, but looking forward to tonight's show, it's always good when we're looking back over a victory. Um, we've we've you know we've done these shows for a while now and it's not always been as positive as we've liked so it's just really good um, and you know I've I've not been as positive as I've liked over over some of the games but yeah no it's really good just to you know feel good you know have smiles on our face and obviously Arsenal moving in the right direction in terms of league table and results so yeah really looking forward to the show so I'm gonna run the um, entrance uh, video and then we'll see you guys on the other side. Arsenal. Bubble. 
So, yes, good evening, everyone, um, and welcome back to Canon Chatter TV. Um, we've done our introductions. We've obviously given you a bit of a recap in terms of what we're going to be covering tonight, and it's going to be all things Arsenal, you know, as we do on Canon Chatter TV. So we're literally going to be covering, um, doing a review of the, obviously, Watford game over the weekend. Um, I'm probably covering a couple of other topics and, 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 and kind of ongoings with regards, you know, Arsenal, as always, there's always kind of loads of things going on kind of in and around the club itself. But before we do that, we will um, go to the comments and obviously evening everyone. So first of all, we've got Keith. Good evening, Keith. Uh, we've got Tommy, uh, Tom, uh, how do's? We're all good, all good this end. Mikey, good to see you, Mikey, again. Um, hope, yeah, you are back. I know, I know you've been a been a bit a little bit under the weather recently but we have been talking via instagram um it's always great to catch up with you mikey so really really glad to have you in the comments tonight um tom keith your youtube vids mate yeah no definitely you know what if you if you haven't already if you don't know who you know keith is do you know do check out his stuff the videos are really really good um just a passionate arsenal fan just just being real to be honest and if you if you like real, you'll definitely like his videos. You also so, yeah, get a few giggles in there as well. Yeah. And not Arsenal related. There's always something definitely. good there. Oh. And Russ Vernon, we've got here. So evening G and Lottie. Hope you're both well. Yeah, we're all good. We're all good. Is that a new name, G? I think uh, it is. I'm not even too sure. I feel like I've seen the name before, but okay. look, Russ, if you are new, welcome to the show. Um, if you're a returning viewer, then really good to have you back. But yeah, definitely good evening. So um, obviously we're going to just, you know, get right into it, really. Um, but before we get on to obviously the game, you know, lineups, you know, match incidents, etc. Um, the first thing I really want to talk about, obviously there's been some news floating about today, which, you know, most Arsenal fans um, would have seen by now. Um, and if you haven't seen by now, um, I'm going to bring it up to you. So breaking news or not so breaking news, is that this gentleman here, and I'm going to obviously enlarge the picture a little bit for those of you um, who can't see where my screen's a bit small. So those of you who are, who are listening, um, those of you who are watching, what we've got on the um, on the um, screen right now is a picture of the one and only Smith Rowe. So obviously the England squad was announced last week and, you know, there were a few raised eyebrows, Um more so to do with the absences of, you know, Ben White, Smith Rowe. At the same time, massive congratulations to Bukayo Saka, massive congratulations to um, Ramsdale, you know, fully, fully deserved. You know, Saka is somewhat of a, you know, permanent feature in the England side these days. But obviously with Ramsdale, my only hope is that now, you know, he is again been selected. He can actually get a start for England, which would be good. Because let's face it, he's in, he's in absolute world-class form at the moment. But Lottie, I'm going to come to you. Obviously, you know, we're all massive fans of Smith Rowe. We all are. Hairland boy, we love him to bits. We're glad he's got the number 10. And, you know, this season, we're really seeing him kind of push, you know, further than he even did last season. But, you know, I know you're his biggest, biggest, biggest fan. <laughs> and obviously, how are you feeling with regards to the news that he's had his first senior England call-up? I am absolutely buzzing. I mean, he's he's earned it. But I also understand at the same time that Rashford has not, he's injured or he's coming back from injury, I should say. Yeah. He hasn't played a full 90 minutes this time. He's got four leagues. 
Not sure if Liv Lottie's still with us. Is your internet? Uh, can you see us clearly uh, or hear us clearly? I, I can hear you. Can you not hear me talking? <laughs> Maybe it's my I'm internet. I can see it. But I can see it, but it's going a little bit robotic. So it might be my internet. I don't know what the other viewers can see. But yeah, if you could oh, just read no, no, that. No, 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 it's me. It's just dropped. No worries. Yeah, no, um, no worries. Um, as I was saying, um, it, oh, he's now got four league goals, two assists, and he's got more than Harry Kane. I'm not complaining. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking across it, it's, it goes up to five. And then it, he's also got four, uh, two assists elsewhere so mm-hmm. I'm not complaining I'm happy with him I'm still backing him for 20 goals across all competitions <laughs> I know you're not happy with me because I tweeted you I did tweet yeah. you I'm still waiting you know for honestly <laughs> in all honestly that was an honest mistake like I said I was I busy this weekend so I'm messing about if I'd right. seen it if I'd seen it I definitely would have responded to it but <laughs> you know what it's I, I still stand by I still stand by it you know you know what for me, like I said in kind of previous shows, for me, I just want to see progress from the Hayland boys. Oh, no. This is progress. He's doubled, yeah, his, re- this, he's doubled this his record. It. The highest he's it. ever scored is for the Arsenal under-18s and that's six in a season. Yeah, He's already got five. Mm-hmm. He's already there. Mm-hmm. And his, his goal for the season was to get 10 yeah. with season goals. That's what he said publicly. And he's halfway there. He's well on his way. So why can't it be double? He's well, well, well on his Long way. Long season. Yeah. Long yeah, season. He's, he's having a he's having a fantastic season, mm. um, and I think you know maybe this came a little bit earlier than I think most people expected, yeah. um, but I just think it's um, completely you know merit to just the way he's playing. Yeah. Um, in in the t- in terms of how he's playing, it's fully fully deserved. Um, and yeah, you know my my only thing is, and I don't know if you kind of share that opinion, mm-hmm. is obviously when now we're doing really well. And obviously, we're, we're winning games. We're you know we're moving up the league table. What you will have noticed is you know alongside the, the news that Smith Rowe got his first call up, so has Gabriel. Gabriel's got his first call up yeah, to the international so. Brazilian team senior team. Now, this does mean that the players are going to be playing more games. So, mm-hmm. you know, the international breaks are not necessarily going to be time for you know the players to stay at London Colney train you know tactics etc so there's going to be a lot more traveling there's going to be a lot more games there's going to be you know potential you know more risk of injury or fatigue so there's always a flip side and I always like to kind of you know bring in another side of the argument so obviously we're thrilled for the lad you know we love Smith Rowe for his personal development professional development this is fantastic but from a fan's perspective an Arsenal fan's perspective, are you worried in the slightest about obviously our young players now being part of their more being part of the more kind of international setup that it could actually be more of a risk of injury or fatigue for these players? There is always that it's always at risk. I am notorious for moaning about AFCON. Yeah. I, it's a couple of weeks I've been notorious for it. Yeah. But as I said, I think the other the other week I when I sat there and had a long conversation with uh, James Rowe. Yeah. Um you've got to take a step back and look at the human side mm. of things yeah, and look at it as a personal view. Mm-hmm. If you were in his shoes and you got called up to play for England, how would you feel? Yeah. The amount of pride they have to represent the countries is incredible. But I also had a conversation with Spurs fan today. He said, Smith Rice, not that <laughs> Oh, no, it didn't go very, down very well because I got called... What? I had the same conversation the Friday before and I got called deluded. Smith so, Rowe's not ready? Uh, no, Smith Rowe's not ready. Okay. 
Okay. Um, he's Don't not starting before Kane. Best one a Spurs fan, to be honest. For a start, he's not starting before Kane. Hang on a minute. Mm. Kane's only got one goal and one assist. How is mm. he not? He not starting ahead of Kane. Mm. I, I get, I get from the experience point of view, but Smith Rowe's got better stats than him at the moment yep. across everything. I'm, I'm just mm. looking at the league in general. I'm not looking mm. across all competitions because I know people say, hang on a minute, he's probably scored in Europe or whatever. Mm. I don't care. Um, but I just, you've just got to look at it from a human point of view. And you've got to look at, you look at the stats and the performances. Smith Rowe's doing mm-hmm. better than Kane. Yeah. He has every right to start ahead of him. But mm-hmm. it's also, you got to remember what Southgate's like with his favourites. I mean, look mm-hmm. at Cody and Mings. White's yeah. not had the call up. Yeah. White has been incredible. I knew mm-hmm. he had it in him. People weren't happy about him. I've watched him since Peterborough. I knew he had it in him. Yeah. I think it's like with the, the whole love inter- is just grown. It's just nice. Yeah. To watch it all with, grow. with the whole international thing, it's yeah. it's I've I've always been frustrated with England selectors yeah. because I've never ever felt that um an England team has been picked purely on kind of merit or you know performance. I've often yeah. always felt that there's always been um, you know, there's always been favoritism towards certain players. And even when I look at this, this, this most recent current England squad, I still I still looked at it and thought to myself, some of those players, albeit they are good players on their day, albeit they're good players when they're in form, the vast majority of those players, well, not the vast majority, but some of those players completely like stood out for me. And I just thought to myself, how on earth is that player getting picked? Now, one of them in particular, and I don't want to bash Maguire, I don't, I'm not here to bash United, that's not what. Yeah. This, this channel or this show's about. However, you know, when you're looking at the, you know, Maguire was immense at the Euros. He had a really, really good Euros. However, this season, he's been absolutely poor. United have been poor in many, many games. Mm-hmm. And defensively, they've been all over the place. Even United fans are asking for, you know, even United fans are questioning, you know, should he be captain? Should he actually it's be in the squad? Well. Mm-hmm. And I just think to myself, if you're going to base it on... On, on, on the players and how they're performing, mm-hmm. there's no way he should actually be in the England squad. And that's why I've always kind of questioned, you know, the way mm-hmm. England do select, you know, their teams. No, I completely get where you're getting coming from, get where you're coming from. But I think looking at as Maguire as a player, excluding the fact that I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm a football fan first. When it comes to internationals, football fan first, Arsenal fan second. Mm-hmm. Looking at it like that, he performs better for England than he does Man United. Yeah. That's my opinion, though. I don't know what everybody else in the chat thinks. Let yeah. me know what you think, guys. But the, there is a lot of players that play internationally. They play better mm. for their countries than they do the, do their, their domestic team. Mm. And he is he was reliable in the Euros. He's absolutely he was reliable, yeah. and that's I think that's what's earned him his space in this last mm-hmm. stretch. Yeah, for it's, it's the last stretch of qualifying this time round. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. 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 So I haven't been watching the qualifying, so I'm, mm. I'm not too sure. Mm. But yeah, England, England are like dead certs to go through. So yeah, uh, it's, it's come a on, given, really. we're we're yeah. in we're in the same usual yeah. typical group. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just it's one of those things where if we don't get through, it's it's going to be a problem, isn't it? Because it's going to be really a country, country meltdown. Not really. You think not Arsenal? Really you think Arsenal meltdowns are, are bad? Wait till yeah. you get United, Tottenham, Chelsea all involved. Yeah, yeah, nice <laughs> to our country. True. Oh, Definitely. But yeah, so obviously, you know, really good news for um, Smith Rowe in particular. So some really good news last mm-hmm. week with regards to Bukayo and Ramsdale. Yes. 
further good news today, obviously, with regards to Smith Rowe. Um, and obviously, you know, massive congratulations to Gabriel um, for getting his senior call-up to the Brazilian side because he's been absolutely immense for, for us this season. Um, you know, so congratulations to those lads. I'll just go to the comments now. We'll run through some of these comments before we actually get on to the review of the Watford game. So, um, Gary... Um, evening G and Lottie, did we win? Yes, we did. Did anyone catch the player who attempted to murder Laka? And we're actually going to cover, um, you know, some of this tonight in terms of just like, you know, how Watford were playing the game. Um, in particular, you know, they're kind of aggressive, you know, and just kind of like, just horrible way of playing, you know, the beautiful game. So we will cover that in tonight's show. Um, Russ, Lottie, I've been here before. I've done some of the worldwide gun elite with Mike. Oh, for us, I'm so sorry. I do apologize. No problem. No very, problem. very sorry. Welcome, Welcome, Welcome back. back. Uh, Mikey, fully deserved. Yep, 100%. I think you're referring to um, ES role. Um, so, congratulations to ESR and Gabriel on their first call ups to the senior team. Um, Gary, again, ESR and White deserve to be called up based on current form. Completely agree with that. Um, Keith, ESR, okay. proud dad moment. Yeah, you know, Keith is another been massive ESR fan like I am. Yeah. That reminds me, G. I didn't mention yeah. this earlier, but we've we've all seen the match day shop scarves. Is the Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith Rowe one? I someone lost their Smith Rowe one. I've actually picked it up oh, and bought nice. it home, so I've wow. now got one underneath it. It's got Emil Smith Rowe, and then the line underneath is made in Hayland. How yeah. quality is that? Nice. Guys, so if you're down at the ground, go to the match gained. day shop. Yeah, go and grab a scarf. Definitely, definitely. Oh, Keith so again. Also got Bukayo Saka ones as well. They're brilliant. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Keith again, ESR would have played four games um, for under-21s, probably less for the full team. Also training with the squad for a week can only help. Um, we've got Russ. Good evening, Russ. Um, who's Harry Kane? Exactly. <laughs> you know where he is. Don't really care where he is, to be honest. Well, we've got respect when he plays for England, Jay. Come on. Yeah, be nice. no, for real. For real. But tonight, nice. I know I know we're talking England, but yeah, I've already be got nice. my Arsenal hat back on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you already, your Arsenal hat hasn't come off yet. The break hasn't officially started. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Gary, England has some of the best young talent in the world, but they probably won't get to play for the senior team. And if they do, we won't see the best team. Um, Tom, we have Lottie was Kane's only assist this season. Antonio's goal against the Spuds. Tommy's right. <laughs> Mr. Sparks, 1886. Oh, he's back. Welcome back, James. We've got Mr. Sparks again. Um, just home and my phone pinged. Time for Callan Chatter. Definitely glad you're, glad you're joining us tonight. And Mr. Sparks then accused us of cheating. Mm. Um, congrats on the overlooked players actually getting called up. Yep, yeah, definitely. Change. Um, Russ, ESR should have been in the squad to start with when the squad was initially announced. And that's something that we've said, you know, in terms of form, he definitely does deserve to be there. So for me, you know, obviously it happened in a roundabout way because Rashford was had to withdraw from the squad. But, mm -hmm. you know, regardless, he deserves to be there. And for me, I just, you know, I, I'm not a professional selector. I'm not a professional coach, but I just think the best players should get picked for their national side, regardless of club affiliation, reputation, previous performance or price tag. That's just my philosophy. I, I just think that's the best way to operate. Um, only half, half scarf should, you should ever buy. Definitely. It's the only one we should get. That's for sure. I saw someone walking around a half and half scarf. 
for yeah. a North London derby. No, I, I sacrilege. Just, yeah, sacrilege. I, I just don't get it. I honestly just don't get it. Like each to their own. Don't get me wrong, but for me, I, I just would never ever bring myself to purchase that in a million years. I just wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. Saka overcame right now, guys. Well, look, I think, I think I, I know, think I know. Should have the start. Yeah, I know. Lot. I know you were saying about Smith Rowe and Kane, but I think mm-hmm. for me, I just think like if Smith Rowe and Saka, I think Saka, you know, he can play for England. He might not play for England, but he's going to be out on the right. I think with Smithrow, likelihood, he's probably going to be out on the left or maybe in the number 10 role. Do you know what? Do you know what really, I'd like truly, to see? It's not going to have much of an impact on Kane's mm. place in the team because no, Kane's competing. Yeah, he's competing against the likes of Watkins. And to be honest, mm. I can't even think of many English strikers that have had Do you know what would be a great season. Front four? Like, yeah. if we had Kane up top, Mm. Smithrow, Grealish, and Saka—they can all play in those positions and switch yeah. it up any time in the game. Do you know how dangerous that would be? Yeah. Oh, if you actually look at, if you actually look at the England forwards, you know yeah. Bamford's out injured, DCL's mm. been injured. Yeah. Um, Antonio—he's now playing for the Reggae Boys in Jamaica because of a lack of opportunities. Yeah. Um, Watkins has not had a great season at Villa, so really no. and truly, just, even though Kane, even though Kane's been quiet. He's you know, the most who, senior. Who, yeah, who would you actually put ahead of him? Because there's nobody no. really staking a claim to take that spot Not while he's off form. So, if to be honest, even I'm an Arsenal fan, right now, I'm picking Harry Kane in the number yeah. nine spot because oh, no, definitely. I don't think there's anyone really that's kind of staking a claim for it. Um, yeah. When you've got, Spurs, yes, for us, when you've got exactly. a Spurs fan coming at you like that, you're just going to back your boys. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. no, but you are talking sense. I completely agree with 100%. you. 100%. Same old England poli- uh, political machine. Mm. Uh, Mr. Silver Fox, good evening, guys. Um, yo, what's up, my friends? We're all good. Um, Russ, I reckon ESI will play one or both of these games. I think so as well. If he doesn't start, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and Mikey, yeah, that's true, guys. And the last one we're going to go to before we move on swiftly. Um, my mate said, when we were talking back, Lottie took my programme. You can't. I said you gave it to. He did. He gave it to me. And we were James gave it to me. Tommy's right. He said, "Oh, you can have it if you want." I went, "Okay, thanks." There you go. It's got a nice bit that you know the 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 wicked save that Ramsdale did. It's got that on the front. So okay. Yeah, Mm. I I was just admiring the photograph. I said, "Oh, you can have it if you want." I'm like, "Okay." Quality, quality. Right. So yeah. So we've spoken enough about England. Um, obviously, we will we will revisit it at some stage. Obviously, maybe during the qualifiers, and obviously, it's going to be a talking point because we've got more Gunners and and, and Arsenal players now in the team. We've got Ramsdale, yeah. Saka, ESR, you know and, and hopefully Ben White. So it yeah. will be something that we will cover here and there. Yeah, gee, do you know what? It's what's nice. We've actually got a reason to watch England again. Yeah. Yeah. It got to the point where there was too many. It was too Spursy, too many Chelsea yeah. players, and it's just like Man United players. I'm like. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> My own yeah, players are playing this extra. I hear you. Lottie, you're watching England. Saka will play, won't he? Yeah. Of course and I, I am, think, Gary. I'm yeah, and I think it just helps. Me. You know, as Arsenal fans, it helps when... Obviously, yeah. we watch the national side, you know, whether whether there's Arsenal players or not, but I think mm-hmm. it just helps when, you know, there is a kind of we added got, interest. Yeah, we've got someone to invest yeah. in sort of thing. So, definitely, yeah. Definitely. But the whole world knows why, why we love Bukayo so much now. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, we're going to move swiftly on to the Arsenal game. Obviously, that took Mm -hmm. place on Sunday. And it was a whole match um, against Watford. Um, Obviously, you know, we've been in really, really good form. Um, You know, unbeaten in nine, you know, climbing. We climbed up to six 
um, in the previous victory. Um, we beat Liverpool. No, sorry, not Liverpool. Hopefully we will. We beat um, Leicester, uh, Villa and then Leicester, which, you know, at the time, I was definitely saying that those were tests. Um, because, you know, I wasn't massively impressed with the way we'd performed in some of the previous games, even though we we, we didn't lose. But I definitely saw the Villa game as, as a mini test. I definitely saw the Leicester game as a test, um, as I think the whole country did. And we came through them pretty, pretty comfortable at times. Obviously, there were some really good performances from Arsenal players, but we, we came through, beat Villa convincingly, you know, at times, Leicester tested us, but the defence held strong and we got a really good victory. So the Watford game was somewhat, um, I think we were all going into it like really confident in terms in terms of getting a convincing win. Now, before we get into the actual match, I'll bring up um, obviously the starting lineup. And there was a lot of debate with regards to starting lineup in that, you know, we, we were kind of like, well, look, we played the same side um, against Villa and Leicester. You know, that kind of, you know, conventional 4-4-2. I know it changes throughout the game, but, you know, your conventional 4-4-2 and the personnel, it seems as though now the team is really taking shape in terms of, like, the rest of the season because you can almost literally, you know, select or memorise this side off by heart. You know, most Arsenal fans, if not all Arsenal fans, could do it. So when the lineup was announced, what were your thoughts, Lottie, with regards to the lineup? Well, um, obviously, I'm. I don't know if you're still playing fan hub, G, but obviously, my fan hub. I had. I didn't have Maitland Niles. I had party. So, the last mm -hmm. couple of weeks, I've got eleven, eleven. Yeah. I got ten out of eleven this week. Yeah. But I have to say, Maitland Niles was phenomenal. He stepped up to the plate for this game, and he mm -hmm. deserved every minute he played. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the lineup. I'm happy with it. I'm confident with this team now. I'm comfortable. I can trust mm -hmm. them. There's no. No, but hairy, scary yeah, initially, one, but yeah. initially when it came out though, what were your did did you have any any type of like you know heart in the mouth or 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 or, or kind of like butterflies in the stomach, the fact that Partey was absent from that midfield? Yeah, it made me go straight onto Google to see if he was injured. <laughs> yeah. That was my first instinct. Yeah. Couldn't see anything. I don't see mm. I don't know if there's any news been out since, yeah. but obviously he's the senior midfielder that we've got at the moment mm -hmm. yeah. with 34 out. So, mm -hmm. although he yeah. is up and running after mm -hmm. 41 days, which I will give him his credit for. Yeah. So, he needs yeah. to come back to come back stronger with a sensible head, I think. Yeah. Because we're going to need him. Definitely. I think with regards to lineup, I think for me, I have to be completely honest. Um, I, I wasn't watching the game because I was working, but at the same time, when the lineup came up, I was, I was a bit worried about the midfield. I have to be completely honest. Um, for me, it was it had to be Partey and Lokonga. And when I never saw Partey, I was worried. Um, I I know Ainsley Maitland-Niles can do a job in midfield because I previously even said, I still remember when he won Man of the Match performance against Man United at Old Trafford in a 1-0 win. He was absolutely phenomenal. But a lot has happened since then. You know, he's been playing out of position. He's fell, he's fallen out with Arteta. They seem, they seem to have now mended, you know, mended their relationship. And a few times I've seen him this season, he has looked okay. Um, he hasn't really started, but he's looked okay. But it's been in his you know, desired role, which is the midfield, which is which is quite interesting. But I have to be honest, I, I was I was worried because I just, you know, as you said, it is the area that we are lacking the most. And in terms of like senior players who are fit and available, 
Partey has really kind of carried the midfield this season. We're starting to really see, you know, why we we forked out, you know, so much money for him. From what I've heard, um, I think Arteta was 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 asked a question about Partey, and he said that he is he is carrying a slight injury, and they haven't actually made um, a decision about him joining up with the Ghanaian national team. Now, I'm not that too sure if this. Yeah, I'm not too sure if this is just if this is just mind games, you know. I'm not too sure if like maybe he doesn't even have an injury, you know, and mm. we we we're probably just kind of pre- I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems a little bit kind of coincidental that you know we're playing mm. Watford, who is a team we probably could be comfortably without him, mm. and then now he's injured, and which means he's going to miss the yeah. international break because we've got some big games coming up after the international break. Liverpool. Yeah, but <laughs> but <laughs> other than that. I was pretty happy with the team. Mm. I was pretty happy. You know, yeah. the back the back five is the back five we're used to. You know, the, the, the two Halen boys or two Halen boys on either wing. And obviously, you know, um the two senior, you know, daddies of the team up top. So yeah. I was pretty, pretty happy with that team. But, you know what? It's just so great to see them playing along with each side each other. Yeah. I wanna I think between me and you and probably Stephen, I hope he agrees with this. If you're mm. watching Stephen, I'm sorry if I'm wrong. But one of our biggest complaints is that there were two strangers on the pitch last season. Yeah. It's a weird old relationship between those two, isn't it? No, it's working. I don't know what's happened, but it works. Um, It begs begs the question, though, why why it's not been... um, Because there there was a period in time, particularly under the um, Emery administration, where, Mm. you know, they were firing on all cylinders and they were playing really, really well together. And all of a sudden... They've always had a really good relationship off the pitch, but then all of a sudden, we just we kind of abandoned playing them together, yeah. and then now we're playing them together and it's all working. So it just mm-hmm. kind of begs the question: why there was this long period in between where we just didn't play the two of them together? It's no, just strange. Definitely, no, definitely agree. But you've also got to think think about it. It's like it's getting the international break, mm. but it's also. If you look at the England team, I'm going to use them for an example. I mean, today, yeah. Luke Shaw's going to pull out. Mason mm. Mount, Ward-Prowse, Rashford, they've all pulled out. Mm. Is this the club saying, no, we don't want you to go play? Or are they generally injured? Well, this is what I mean. This Mason is what Mount's I mean. been ill, which I understand. Rashford mm. hasn't had a full 90 minutes. He's mm. nowhere near fit. The other yeah. two, though, they've been playing completely the same. So it probably is mind games. This is what I mean, though. I just think, and like... That's when... really handy when it comes yeah. to... Liverpool. I just think where the think, season oh, no is so delicately... going to have the front of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? the, the season is so delicately poised for a lot of these kind of... Um, I wouldn't even necessarily, necessarily say bigger teams, but it's just delicately poised for so many sides that I just think, particularly for us, you know, we, we, we know infamously that we don't have that squad depth that maybe, you know, a, a Man City have or a Chelsea have. So, you know, for us, you know, the worst thing that could happen you know, touch wood, is for us to have, you know, half a dozen, you know, first-team players going out for the international break and then picking up knocks because then we're absolutely screwed for the Liverpool game, Newcastle and then Manchester United. So I'm I'm not saying it is. I'm, I'm not saying there's there's any funny business going on, but um, I just know what, you know, when, when there's a lot of money involved, you know, there's a lot of money involved in football. There's a lot of pressure on these on these clubs, these players and these managers. I wouldn't put it past them if, you know, some of these players are pulling out, you know, uh, particularly if the games for their international sides are not as significant 
um, in terms of if their club's already kind of qualified or if the game doesn't really have any kind of real, you know, real kind of significance. So, but we'll see. We'll see. So, um, I've got a question yeah. for you. Yeah. How good is the is the the Amazon Prime program coming up going to be? <laughs> it's going to be amazing because boy, it's, it didn't it didn't start well, did it? No. <laughs> I think, I'm just sitting here thinking, yeah. yeah. I just wonder what yeah. you think. No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> well, so far, it's going to be a very interesting, interesting tale because we started the season. I don't think we could have started the season any in any worse situation, given the injuries, COVID, yeah. and then obviously the results, no goals scored, three games lost, etc. So, but the turnaround next 10 games has been absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, for somebody who's been quite critical of Arsenal and Arteta, I'm happy, you know, and that, and that's the thing with me. Like, if if I've if I'm looking at the team and the way they're performing, and they're performing the way I want them to perform, or the way I believe they can perform, I'm not going to have a negative word to say. You know, there's a lot of Arsenal fans out there now that, you know, we'll go into it a little bit later. That are kind of for what I call, you know, they're kind of just almost like you know pulling at strings it's like there's nothing to be negative about but they're holding on to like whether it's a Bamiyang's form or whether it's something else and I'm like you know what you can nitpick on all those little things like with everything you can always find something to be negative about but while we're winning and we're not conceding goals and we're climbing the table just enjoy it do you know what I mean just enjoy it like forget no, you know, of course forget getting on the back of you know one player or getting on the back of you know, one incident, just enjoy the, the fact that we're winning games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. The thing yeah. is, with Arsenal fans, it's very difficult. Always said the away support's better than the home support. Always. Mm. And I've um, mm. I've just, see, I've just seen the person I was just talking about pop up in the chat. Okay, we'll go to the so. chat now. So sometimes <laughs> Arteta complicates, uh, for Gary, think, he complicates things. Sometimes the easiest decision is the best one. I know many have asked for 442. And yeah, and that's something that that's something that my my cousin, um, who was a Spurs fan, came on G Talks last week, and mm. he he, he kind of had a little bit of a dig at Arteta, um, as he would be in a Spurs fan. But you know what? At the end of the day, we were calling. This is the thing about Arsenal fans. We were saying to Arteta to switch it up, to change things, because we'd get better results. Now mm. he's doing it. Mm. There's no point slating him for it. G, I'm sure he's brilliant. watching you. I'm sure he's I, watching us. I'm, I'm sure, sure he's he watching you, because you're sure the biggest he critic. I'm there sure he is. is. There we go. Ben Bennett, good luck to the boys, but fingers crossed everyone comes back fully fit and ready for Anfield. 100%, yeah. Ben. Uh, sorry, evening to you both. No problem at no, all. Definitely. I know you just want to get stuck into the Arsenal chat, so it's cool. Um, and Tom, too much negativity. Ride the wave and enjoy it. 100%. And that kind of brings us, obviously, onto the actual game itself. Now, um, I have to admit, Lottie, as I said, I didn't watch the game. I was working. So I caught the highlight. So... I kind of know the gist of the, the major incidents that happened, but you was obviously at the game, um, yeah. and we will cover um, fan favourites. I haven't forgotten. I did forget at the beginning of the show, but we'll cover That's some okay. of those images at the end of um, the show. But obviously, you were at the game, so you know you were at the game, you were soaking up the atmosphere. Um, in terms of how the game started, just kind of give us your opinion with regards, um, you know, how we came out of the blocks for this match. Yeah, no, obviously we came out, we did our remembrance, and I've, I've uh, a remembrance piece. It was just, I don't know what it is every time. Like, I like I like going to remember Sunday's games because it's just the sound and it's just like mm. silence. It's just, it's chilling, but in a good way because it's. I think it's really important 
to remember mm. our, our own Arsenal fans. Yeah. And because if you look back, go back to where we started, we lost a lot of our players in the wars. So is it is it is important to remember them as well as everybody then back then and now when it still is fighting yeah. out there. Yeah. I just think it's really yeah. important. So as soon as soon as that minute silence like stopped, where I was sitting in the clock end, it lit up with noise. Yeah. Seeing for the Arsenal. The drum started going and it was just like, yes, let's do this. Yeah. So but it was nice and well, I was in block 24, 25. Mm. Nice and noisy for me. I'm happy. As you yeah. probably saw people, there was no complaints from me. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, no, we started really well. I mean, there's there's some some of the shots, I don't know how they how they didn't go in. Mm-hmm. Um it was just like literally hitting the brickwork time after mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And then it just we kind of settled in, we took the game to them. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. No worries. And obviously and on the yeah, on the on the eighth minute, um, like I said, I wasn't watching the game, but I got the notification. I wasn't watching the clock. So yeah, that, that we'd, we'd actually taken the lead. Um, yeah. and then obviously I've watched it back. Um, and obviously there was some build-up play. Like you said, it was a pretty dominant performance from yeah. the first kickoff. But the ball kind of fell to Bamyang in the box, and what was a really poor touch really yeah. um, meant that it actually fell to the feet of Saka, and he put it in. Um, any complaints with the fact that that goal was ruled offside? Oh, well, see, only time VAR works is when we score. Come on, be serious. It doesn't work any other time. Yeah. Um, to be honest, from where I was sitting, obviously I was behind the goal. I was face on. Didn't look, didn't look. I think it was ruled offside. If I remember rightly. Yeah. yeah it it didn't look offside to me. It looked mm. fine. But if I obviously if I was sitting further around in the boring yeah, blocks, yeah. like I would have seen. Yeah. Um, because you guys have seen pictures where I've sat before. Yeah. And where I was today, I was face on, and I mm-hmm. didn't look offside to me. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So obviously the game um, progressed, you know, when I saw the fact that the goal was disallowed, um, I thought, well, look, at least, you know, um, the fact that the fact that we've kind of come close to scoring or officially scored tells me that, you know, we were kind of, at, you know, in the ascendancy at that point. It seemed as though, well, from watching the highlights, that it was all of us, you know, kind of in the first moments of the game. And then obviously on the 36th minute, um, there was an incident that's what I'll call it, an incident mm-hmm. um, in the box between, obviously, Lacazette and Danny Rose. Now, before, what we're going to do tonight, we're going to do t- something tonight which is um, a little bit different. But before we actually go to some video footage that Lottie exclusively got from at mm-hmm. the stadium, I just want your thoughts on that ridiculous challenge, UFC um, stunt, I don't know what it was, Boxing match, headbutt. I don't know what it was, but what was your thoughts with regards to that penalty? Was it a penalty? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, yeah. it's Danny Rose. Yeah. You, you know, you know, he's, because he's played for that two Bob mob up the road, we don't mm. like him. You can move you can move on from the club, but we're not going to like you. Yeah. It's the same with Andros Townsend. He's moved everywhere, but he's still predominantly a Spurs mm. player. End of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what he was playing at. Absolutely, but you it guys will hear. Oh no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't, I don't know how we didn't get a red card in this game. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was. It was it Kevin. Kevin was it Kevin Friend? Yesterday, mm. he's absolutely mm. useless. I like we've moaned about the referee in yeah. in yeah. England. It's yeah. been appalling. But yeah, no, it was a penalty. Penalty all day long. All day long. But good news, Arsenal fans, we did get our own back. You'll hear this in a second. <laughs> Definitely. 
And what we're going to do now, uh, give me a second, because obviously when I put this on the screen, I'm going to share it. So um, we're going to get some exclusive footage from the actual stadium. Um, Lottie got this and it's absolutely fabulous. So I'm going to put yeah. it on now. On my new oh. iPhone 13 Pro, the camera is absolutely worth it, guys. Trust Brilliant. me. Brilliant. So <laughs> yeah. what we're going to watch now is going to watch some footage of actual the actual penalty taking place. Um, obviously, um, I will let the video do the talking enjoy guys well i don't know if you're going to enjoy it because it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't great from uber but it is some exclusive footage Can hear me over on the over talk there. Yeah, we can hear you. We can definitely yeah. hear you. <laughs> I do put oh, I can hear my commentary to George as well. We didn't get an order ahead for him, so Yeah. There we have it. So obviously, you know, as we said, let me just mm. move this back over. So I'm actually looking at the screen. Oh, we can, we reason, can see you, Jay. Don't worry. Um, we can see you. I know you can see me, but I have to move the screen to the other side so it doesn't uh, look I see. at the camera. But yeah, right. so with regards that um obviously, you know, Stonewall penalty, um, obviously Abamyang stepped up and you know, at this point, obviously, he's not having the greatest game, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Obviously, he had a bit of a mistouch um, with the Saka goal because had he controlled it at that point, he would have had an, uh, practically an easy tap-in. Saka yeah. wouldn't even have been need, off he didn't, really need to he didn't need to touch it, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Now, obviously, the penalty steps up, you know, on the 36th minute. Um, he takes the penalty. And how were you feeling at this point? Because we've been pretty dominant, but... We have gotten a golden opportunity to go one nil up, and um, we've squandered it. So, what was mm. the mood in the stadium at, at the time? Oh, well, you heard the Watford fans. You heard the Watford fans. It's the first time we heard them all game, so they were just they were just ecstatic. They, obviously, it didn't go in. They were ecstatic yeah. that the other goal was like it's the only time we heard them, and it was it was just like do you know what I thought about it. I thought do you know what we've still got time. Second half to come. That goal is coming, mm. yeah. and. It's just, it was a case of, okay, move on. Let's go again mm -hmm. for me at the time. Cool. But now I look back at it and I am at the point where I don't want a Bamiyan taking penalties. That's two in a row now. Mm. Lacazette, and yeah, we Lacazette will, we, should be top we, of that pecking order. We will definitely long. be looking a little bit closer and discussing like a Bamiyan's mm. overall performance because it wasn't it wasn't the best day for him at the office with regards no. to this game. Um, so obviously the first half came and went. Um, Halftime, like I said, you was at the game. Um, I wasn't. I, I, I was kind of following it on my phone, and I kind of thought to myself, "Hmm, nil nil halftime's not the greatest scoreline." But I could see from the halftime stats that you know we were the better side, we were the dominant team out of the two. Um, but obviously, for, for whatever reason, we hadn't got the goal. Now, yeah. fast forward to the fifty-six minute. Um, again, Arsenal started the second half from what I could see really, really well, um, and. There's kind of two, obviously, we, we'll discuss part of this and then we'll, there, there's another conversation to be had. So on the 56th minute, um, 
what I saw was absolutely great play by Ben White. He picks up the ball um, off a Watford player. He jinxed past, you know, another Watford player. And then a little bit of luck um, with the ricochet. Obviously fell to um, the feet of this man. And there he goes. Bish, bash, bosh. Another goal for Smith Rowe. Oh, that rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it does. Ding, ding. Goal four. In the, in the league. More oh. than Harry Kane. Ding, ding. Tell me. Tell me what was the feeling like? What was the I almost lost my phone. reaction to this goal? <laughs> I almost lost my phone. I wasn't filming it, but I almost dropped it. And I caught it in time. Yeah. <laughs> I was celebrating. I was like, it would have been the first time I dropped it. But yeah, it was just, oh, it was brilliant. And obviously, as soon as that went in, yeah. I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. It yeah. just lit up, lit up the clock ends. Didn't care about the rest of the ground. Clock end, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just lit up. Drum was going and it was just, it was brilliant. Um, mm. I mean, I showed you the other video I took. You see, you've seen the footage for that. And then it, yeah. it all went into, and it's Arsenal. FC, well, by far the world's greatest team. Yeah. <laughs> Get my words out. <laughs> um, and it's Arsenal, by far the world's greatest team. By far the greatest team the world's ever seen. Sorry, my brain's not in gear. I'm so sorry, no guys. Problem. No um, problem. And it was just great. It was great. It was just, it was just like 1-0 to the Arsenal. Then Watford tried to park up and it was like, mm. we kind of flipped there. One of their songs, they were, they were, one of their songs goes, na 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 And then it, 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 we flipped it into your bleep. I won't say the word. You can work it yeah, out, yeah. guys. And yeah, it was just, it was good atmosphere. And then obviously yeah. one nil to the Arsenal came up, and you know what? Yeah. I was so pleased not to hear any Tottenham songs. Oh, yeah. it was so it's, yeah, it's been dragging on since the North London derby. They, don't, they don't even <laughs> sing about us. I don't understand it. I know Ben in the chat will agree with us as well. Yeah. So <laughs> no worries. So yeah. So but obviously yeah, one, one nil up at that point. Obviously fully deserved. You know, we we, we you know we're actually in a, a dominant position, and we got the goal that we deserved. Um, before we kind of move on to the next topic, because it does surround this goal, I'm going to have a conversation about it because it was something that um, I know Ranieri and Arteta had their differences at the end of the game. So we will talk about it um, because there are there are two very contrasting opinions with regards to the incident. But we'll go to the comments and we'll, we'll, we'll bang through some of these very quickly because they are building up. Um, Mikey, how did Danny Rose not get a red card? I have literally no idea because he basically assaulted... Lacazette, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, Ben up the drum, <laughs> fantastic. Um, Tom, some Doris next to me was scoffing a hot dog for about <laughs> 10 minutes. I thought, hurry up, love. I thought we got some cheering to be doing. I believe Tommy was up the north bank. This, um, okay, I believe he's, yeah, he's up to no the end of the pitch to me. Gary, Danny let official know, um, that the same would happen to him if a card came out. Gary um, yeah. also an incident. Fran from FFTV said the same. It was a crime, or are things different on your side of the pond? It was just <laughs> well, technically, technically, it could pass as an assault on the street. That's assault. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, was it a penalty? Haha! <laughs> Someone called the police. Lacquer had just been assaulted. <laughs> I was literally taking a mick. Trust me, Tom. I was taking a mick when I asked that question. Uh, ben, we've got penalty, but clumsy. Shame over couldn't score it. And he got a red, the performance he deserved. Yeah. Um, ben, again, that's my seat. Yeah, he sits, I think he sits a little bit front in front of oh, where okay. I'm sitting. So. Uh, BX Gunner 81. I'm not sure if I've seen that name. Uh, no, that's a new one. That's a on new one. Channel. Welcome. So, welcome to the channel. Um, if you are 
here for the first time. If you have watched but not commented before, apologies that we've missed you. But welcome to the show. Uber missing in games is inexcusable now. Um, ESR, so Gary, ESR's last two goals have been all have been on ball lost in the box that fell to him. Glad we have presence in the box. That is very true. You know, he seems to, and that's something that we said when he wasn't scoring goals, is that mm. he seems to always be able to find the pockets, you know, find re, find himself in really good positions. But whereas before he wasn't converting, now he yeah. is, which is great. Yeah. Um, the thing is, it's, it takes, as we've said before, he's 20, what, 21 now? He's just yeah. turned 21, yeah. I think. And he's, he needs that time, but we need yeah. him to hurry up. He's, he's <laughs> so getting England time as well is going to help. Yeah. Definitely. Um, he scored. He's, he scored last on the last break for the under twenty mm-hmm. threes. Yeah. So, and I said to him, he needs to break back, and he has. Yeah. So he's definitely. listening. He's definitely listening. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> keep keep talking, man, because he's listening. I will. Uh, Keith, um, off to do the bedtime rituals with the mini me's. Great show, guys. Later, G. Lottie and chat. I'll catch the rest later. No problem, Keith. Good luck with daddy duties. Um, next one we have BX Gunner 81. ESR has definitely caught a sniff on goal because he's on it, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And Ben 100% agrees. Yeah. We've got BX Gunner again. Three points. We're, we're well worth it because without the goal, we don't win. I'll take the shameless label if it means three points. 100%. Um, Tom, yeah, I'm yeah. up in the North Bank. Yeah. Um, hello, BX Gunner 81. Chasing you around today. Uh, BX Gunner, first time viewer. Hey, oh, welcome. welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Really, really good to have you for the first time. Haha, ha, Gary, playing tag I see. And lastly, before we move yes. on, Odegaard, great when he came on. Hardly got a mention today. That is very yes. true. That is very He's true. Actually, he was actually switched on that game. Yeah. But there was obviously yeah. so much going on. <laughs> I was yeah, watching, yeah. but... Yeah, I get you. I get you. It's a case but of to... watching the game back for me. But yeah, to, to go to go back to the goal incident, um, mm. Watford had put the ball out of play um, because one of their players, I can't remember the player's name, but one of their players had gone down injured. Mm. Now, obviously, there, there's a difference of opinion. The You know, there's no rule in the English football, you know, that says you have to give the ball back, but mm. it is somewhat of a tradition. It is somewhat of a gentleman yeah. thing to do during the game Respect. where um, yeah. if, you know, if you put the ball out, you return the ball. Now, Arsenal didn't. And I, I remember this happened famously um, in an, I think it was an FA Cup tie back in the day with Arsenal. And I think it was Will Towards. Canu picked up the ball um, when it was supposed, I think it was against Sheffield United, I believe. And he picked up the ball, he squared it to Will Towards, and I think it was against Sheffield United and we scored. And the tie was actually replayed, if I believe or not. Yeah. Um now, what what is your opinion with regards to this? Like, should is was it unsporting of Arsenal to not return the ball to Watford? Um, because obviously this is a big moment because we scored from that incident, yeah. um, and which has led to us winning the game and getting three points. So, you know, was it unsporting of us? And does Ranieri have a point to be um to, to claim Arsenal as being disrespectful to not um adhere to the to, to the traditions of the game? Do you know what? I think Arsenal hat on. I don't mm. care. <laughs> I don't care. We got the goal as it, mm. it stood. It's it's ultimately up to VAR and the rest yeah. decision. They gave it yeah. to us. So, um, footballing hat on. We 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 should be we carry ourselves with class anyway. We should yeah. know better. Yeah. But if it means taking the three points, I do not care. Yeah. Three points is three points. 
Man United now can continue talking about us because we're now above them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we've all, and we're back on that zero. Yeah. We do not have Definitely. a negative goal difference. Definitely. So I don't care. I shamelessly yeah. take them. I'm I'm split on this one. Um and the, the reason why I'm split is I feel as though if it had happened to us, I would I wouldn't have liked it. At the same time, the fact that the reason why I don't mind it is because it wasn't as if Watford were off guard. Do you know what I mean? It it wasn't as if they were off guard. It wasn't like, you know, um, you know, the Arsenal players, you know, threw the ball and the Watford players were just standing still and we basically walked the ball into the net. It wasn't like that. That wasn't the scenario. I know the traditions of the game is to is to, is to gentlemanly play it back to, to the Watford team, but I just feel like Watford had all their players back. Arsenal, for whatever reason, didn't um, play the ball back, but Watford were in position. They were structured and they were playing. It's not like when Arsenal threw the ball and started playing that they started, you know, talking to the ref saying, why are they not giving us back the ball? They were happy they happily played on with the game. It was only when Arsenal scored the goal, it actually became a problem. So on one side, I understand Ranieri's and Watford's grievances, the fact that mm-hmm. we didn't actually give it back to them. On the other side was, well, if you were okay with playing on with the game and we didn't score, you wouldn't have cared. The fact is, we played on with the game, you were happy to play on with the game. Because we scored, that's where the frustration came. So that's why I'm split, to be honest. It just, do you know what? It's a shameful, like people say it's a shameful three points, but I don't care. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really don't. I really don't. I mean. And we've got some similar opinions a... as well mm. in the chat. So Mikey's saying here, I don't think it was. Um, we have been too soft in the yes. past. And I think that's something Arteta said. He said, you know, in the past, we've been too, almost like too nice and too naive. Um, and and yeah, we, we kind of allow ourselves to be taken advantage of. Yeah, no, it's also also a class thing. It's like we don't, we're not stupid down to your level, sort of like. Yeah, yeah. So, and Mrs. Sparks here says, yeah, the guys were throwing themselves all the time. The guy wasn't injured. He received no treatment, so no case, no answer. Um, and and that's what I mean. I I don't think they had any case because when we started playing, they were playing. Do you know what I mean? That it's not like they were objecting or anything like that. They were happy yeah. to play the game on. And had they got the ball. Imagine had they intercepted the ball and scored at the other end. Would they have complained? No. There you go. Do you no, know what I mean? Be, they would be winning. Exactly. It's like, I don't mean to be funny. They're going down. They're going down. Yeah, they are. They <laughs> Come are. back up there. They're one of those yeah. yo-yo clubs. So they're going back they down this shit. Gary says here, as, as I recall, Arsenal didn't score on the throw-in um, and Watford got a touch on the ball during the sequence of play and they were playing rugby. So 100%. Well, they, they were dressed like rugby stars, Gary. Do you think they qualify? <laughs> yeah. Mr. Sparks, we need a Millwall style chant. No one likes us, and we don't care. James, can you have a chat to Ben? Ben will come up with something. He's in the chat. There you go. There you go. Stephen, um, good evening, Stephen. Glad you're watching. Uh, to be fair, Danny Rhodes is so crap, they probably didn't know he had kicked it out on purpose. <laughs> Stephen oh. at his best. Um, they did all throw their hands up after the throw, though, in fairness. Okay, I, I probably missed that. I was probably just concentrating on Arsenal having yeah. all at their feet. Yeah. Um, it should have been out of sight and shows more strong of an attitude. Um, Tom, my own take on it was their players were going down like toy soldiers nearly all the match. They were like yeah. the boys who cried wolf. I oh, didn't yeah. know if they were injured or not most of the time. Yeah, and the, the player that drove me mad. Oh, what was his name? He's a mixed race guy and he's... he's He's, he's bleached his hair blonde. 
Yeah. He drove me up the wall. I can't remember yeah. his name. Yeah. But he was on the floor every five minutes, throwing yeah. himself everywhere. Yeah. And these so. guys, you have actually corrected me. You're right. It was Overmars. Canu squared the ball to Overmars in the mm. FA Cup tie. I believe it was against Sheffield United. Mm. And thank you, Ben. Thank you, Tom. It was Overmars. Ben, it went to a replay. That's right. It wasn't replayed. I think it was an equaliser for Arsenal or something yeah. like that. So thank you guys for... Oh, it sounds like they threw the toys out the always, ground. I can always rely on you guys to correct me if I'm wrong, which is good. Um, so yeah, fast forward, obviously, from that incident. Um, Aubameyang topped off what was probably his poorest performance for a while. Um, albeit he is our top goal scorer, you know, and I think Arsenal fans will say that, you know, he might not be banging in as many goals as we'd like this season. At the same time, he's our top goal scorer. And I think there's definitely been an improvement in terms of his performances and effort. But he didn't have a good day at the office um, on Sunday. So we had the um, original poor touch, which led to the offside goal. We had the penalty miss, obviously, in 36 minutes. And then on the 74th minute, um, Odegaard came on and somebody pointed out he was really good. He made some space. He shot for the far post and it looked as though it was going to find the net or was going to be pretty close. But Abamyang, maybe arguably as all instinctively strikers do, he stuck his foot out and he made sure the ball went into the net. Um, but unfortunately, he was in an offside position. Now, just bringing up, um, obviously, this image, it's not the best image, but it just kind of sums up Abamyang's day, really. Um Obviously, that would have been the goal that kind of sealed the victory at that point. And I think mm. at that point, we really did need a second goal. But mm. what what did you make of Aubameyang's performance? Because, yeah, it wasn't the greatest, was it? No, as I said earlier, he shouldn't be taking penalties. Lacquer should be ahead of him. If Pepe's on that pitch, he should be ahead of him as well. I just don't know what it was. I mean, that touch, well, obviously, it was down the north bank. I, I had to watch mm. it on I watched it on the screens that are above my head. Yeah. And it was it was like a maybe a foot foot like his foot was just yeah. like a foot the size yeah. of his foot away from it. And I'm like, yeah. how you're meant to, you're world class striker? How the hell did you miss that? Mm. It's not like he's slow because he's quick. He's got kind yeah. of like reflexes most of the time. Yeah. But he's I think it was just probably mistimed. Mm. If I'm honest with you, his, yeah. his reaction was ridiculous. Yeah. But again, think... phenomenal, brilliant cross from yeah. Odegaard. Yeah, yeah, as Ben said earlier, he hasn't been praised enough for that game at all. Mm -hmm. So, but I think with Aubameyang, and I think, and that's what I said, you know, I think as Arsenal fans, we can always kind of nitpick on something. So, mm. you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on it because yeah. what from what I've seen from Aubameyang, there's definitely been an increase in his effort and his performance this season. And you know, he is 32. Yeah. Um, he probably is on on the decline. Um, in terms of, you know, his ability. A little bit slower, well, though, please. <laughs> yeah, I think what we want from Aubameyang, you know, is, mm. and I think what all Arsenal fans and all football fans want from players that represent their team is that even if you're not scoring, even if you're not performing well, we just want to see the effort. You know, we want to see, you know, the, 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 the pride and the passion for playing for the team. Mm. And we've definitely seen more of that this season than we did last season. So, you know what, big up Aubameyang. He didn't have a, a good day at the office, but yeah. he still a goal scorer and we still no. love your mates. So. Oh, no, like literally him, Lacazette and Ramsdale, they are not, they could hear the clock end singing and they like yeah. come on louder. So yeah, I like yeah. it's nice as fans to be acknowledged. Yeah. So, whereas not not a lot of not of the players Definitely. do. You don't see you don't see players revving up the yeah. crowd. Yeah. The thing is, like we, we like Ramsdale, Lacazette, they thrive 
on mm. noise. Aubameyang's always done that, and that's what he really missed last season. Yeah. And now he's got it. That ground needs to get behind him. I know that you're, I got no, I'm, it's, it's the home ground I'm complaining about. Nothing to do yeah. with the away fans. Yeah, it no, is 100%. home ground. Like even if it means moving the family enclosure, because mm. if you move them round, you'll get room in for the boys and women who want to sing. And having mm. one end will be brilliant. Mm. And it it, will, it just changes the whole atmosphere of the ground. But it's all political. You have to go above up to Arsenal and say, look, you need mm. to do this. They're not going to pay any attention mm. if you don't. Because they yeah, yeah, yeah. where they put the family enclosure, it's a good set of seats. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Cool. Ben, we'll go back to the comments. And before we move on, yeah, we agreed to play a rematch straight after full time against Sheffield United. Yeah. I knew there was an incident similar back in the day. So thank you guys for clearing it up. Um, next, we have my mouse has decided to freeze, but now it's working. Um, how did they commit over four times as many fouls and receive the same amount of bookings? Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. No, I know they did. They, I, don't, I don't get it, but I really don't get it. Doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it was crazy. It was how we um, had we been sorry three 0 up, we might have given it back yesterday. Yeah, probably a good shout. Um, it was going in. He laid on the floor and he apologized. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's the end of it, really. You know, Abamian. Yeah. You know, he held his hands up and he knew he'd made a mistake. So, you know, yeah. we move. Uh, Mikey, shout out for Nuno Tavares. Also, yeah, Tavares is Tavares is doing exactly what we we bought him for, which is to be an absolutely fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. you know, replacement for Tierney. Um, it was disappointing because he knew when he was looking across the line, he was offside, he must have done, would have tapped the inside of the post and gone in. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think it definitely was going to go in. Um, Foster was so damn lucky though, but yeah, poor, poor penalty. Um, Ben, no one likes us, we don't care. Yes, I heard this one Arsenal. yesterday. I need to get the tune break. to that. I heard that one, they were singing that, but I haven't got yeah. all the words yet. So that is one of them. Albert JTV, Albert, big up Albert. Good evening, Gooners. Shout out to Mate and Niles for a very solid performance in midfield. Tommy Asu and Ben White were class yesterday. There were some really good performances across yes. 90 minutes, 100%. To be fair, when he missed the penalty, shortly after, we were all cheering his name, getting behind him. Yes, and that's what we was. love to see. That's what we love to see. Um, and lastly, Albert JTV, big up, bro. Smash the likes. And last <laughs> but not least, oh yeah, Albert. Right, so... Um, obviously, you know, we're going to move on to kind of just summarising up the game shortly. But, you know, there is something that's kind of come up in the chat. It came up during the game, after the game, etc. Um, there was obviously, you know, it was a feisty old affair, you know, this game. Um, mainly to do with the way Watford were playing. Um, but I think what I was most impressed with Arsenal was the fact that we kind of stood up to it. Um and just kind of gave as good as we could get. But, yeah, we were basically getting kicked all over the field, kicked across the field at every given opportunity. Um, do you feel that was a very deliberate tactic from Watford to try and just kind of intimidate us um, and use it as a tactic to obviously win this game? Let's be honest. Since they've lost Troy Deeney, who are they really? Yeah. <laughs> who are they really, you know? Um, so it's just... I expect that from them. They're back yeah. and they, they think they're staying up. They're not staying up for me personally anymore. Mm. So, I don't know what else I can say on the subject. Yeah. I mean, you, I expect you know it what? from them. I expect <sighs> it from them. I think sometimes, I you know you know me, I, I like to... Um, Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, 
much as I like Leeds as a team, that's yeah. the quality I expect. Yeah. You know what it is for me? Yeah? I like to, um, sometimes I just like to play devil's advocate. And it's like, I think it's easy when you support a team like Arsenal or you support a team like Chelsea or Man City. And, you know, it's easy to say, oh, you know, look at the way Stoke play or Burnley play or or, or, or Watford play. You Sometimes we have to remember that, you know, we do have significantly better squads than these players. And I remember playing Saturday and Sunday league football and being told by, you know, countless coaches, you know, to, you know, st stick it on them, you know, be tough in a tackle, rough them up, intimidate them. It's, it's, it's kind of like a generally used tactic, you know, when you are playing a team that ability wise is a lot better than you. So we understand, obviously, as Arsenal fans, we hate it when we're on the receiving end of it um, because, you know, obviously, you know, it can impact, you know, the, the, the health and, and safety of our players. Um, but at the same time, you know, can we really blame the likes of, you know, Watford and, and the Brentfords for playing, you know, a more kind of rough style play than than, than we necessarily would? It, it, can we really, really come down on them too hard for that tactic? Not really, because that's what the championship's like. That's how they got here. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys, my voice is going again. That's, that's literally... Where it, where, where it comes from. I mean, these smaller teams wouldn't be... Yes. These teams yeah. wouldn't be here if they hadn't competed in the championship. They've got yeah. better refereeing down there. And it's a lot of... There's no VAR either. So they will yeah. play like that. That's proper football. Yeah. So it's one of the reasons why I still enjoy watching, watching the championship as well. I also managed mm -hmm. to watch some League One as well. But as much as I love the premiership, the rules are becoming blurry. The VAR is not working. Mm. And it's taking the joy and out of the debates. Like, was that really offside? Was it onside? Should it have been a goal? Yeah. Should it have been a penalty? And I do miss those conversations. I think it's one of the reasons why I've really yeah. enjoyed the Carabao Cup this year. Up until okay. this next round, there's been no VAR. Yeah. And it's it's been brilliant, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. But what can you say? This is what yeah. this is how they play, and that's the end of yeah. it. They've been yeah, allowed to gonna, play like it. You're, you're going to stick have, it on the big teams. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And you're yeah. going to have a contrast of styles of yeah. play in the Premier League. You know, you, exactly. you're going to have that. You know, we can't, not all teams can play tiki taka football. Not all teams mm. will play long ball. Some will be, you know, a little bit soft. And, and that's something that we've been accused of. You know, while we might criticize Watford and say, you know, Watford played too rough and, you know, they were too heavy in the tackle, etc. Like, we've been massively accused of being too soft over the years and have wanted yeah. our players to be a lot yeah. more tougher and a lot more harder in the tackle. So, I think, you know what, I, I do agree that some of the stuff Watford were doing were, was, were very dangerous for both players, their players and our players. At the same time, I do think, you know, playing in the most competitive league in the world in the Premier League, you're going to have contrasts of styles. So, I think... That's why the refs are there, isn't it, for me? That's why they should be there. If anything is borderline or anything is 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 not in the spirit of the game, then it should be you know, it should be, you know, you know, punished with a yellow card or a red card. But I'm I'm not against aggressive play. I, you know, I I was quite an aggressive player myself. I, some of the best players in the world that I that I admire or inspired by have been aggressive players. So um I, I'm not too fussed with that style of play as long as it doesn't affect you know, the kind of long-term health and safety of the players. And I'm, I'm all up for that. But um, 
just to kind of and obviously it, and summarize. It doesn't, doesn't cause any injuries. <laughs> and doesn't yeah, cause any exactly. injuries. That's it. If, if it doesn't cause injuries, then I'm all for strong play. Um, but in terms of obviously summarizing the game, so I think the 1-0 scoreline was completely misleading. Um, and I know I've seen a lot of stuff over the weekend about, um, you know, Arsenal fans saying, you know, we've kind of got away lucky, we got a 1-0 win, except there's, there's kind of two narratives. You know, there's a narrative that I feel like me and you are both on the same page in that it was a really good performance. We were, we dominated, you know, we had 61% possession. We had double the amount of shots that Watford had. And we basically beat them in every stat of the game possible. But obviously, the 1-0 suggests that it was a close affair. Now, what's your what's your thoughts, just just kind of just to sum up the, the, the performance and obviously, um, you know, the fact that we got three points and we're now sitting fifth in the table? If you can just summarise the game and 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 your thoughts in a couple of sentences, um, if you're gonna we're gonna if we're gonna play to win, if it means playing ugly, just do it. Three points is three points. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the easiest way to yeah. sum it up. No, it's true. Um, it's true. While we're winning, know. why complain? Mm? Yeah, win ugly. Yeah, yeah. as long as no one gets sent off, that's yeah. it's good. Take it yellow Definitely. for the team. Fine. Visky yeah. the win, fine. Just don't yeah. get, don't do it too con- like constantly because after five you get a ban. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just be that careful. Makes sense. makes sense. We'll go to the comments before we kind of round everything because we've kind of rounded everything up in terms of yeah. games. But we are going to do um, fans' photos um, as promised, and we're going to obviously cover off some of the sub challenge socials and obviously give you some information with regards. And I've got an announcement. On- the shows and obviously Lottie's got an announcement which is great so we'll come to the comments we'll round things up and then um, we'll do some of our announcements before we move on um, to coming off live so Tom here um, they won't stay out parking the bus most of the game and their left back and left winger kept getting in each other's way every time they did get past the halfway line enjoy the championship I'll leave the last word out um <laughs> Mr. Sparks, VAR and the ref bias really is a joke. I thought the advantage was going to the back on offsides too, but again, it's a judgment call. Can we all just have some rules? Um, and Ben, win ugly. Love to have the tag back onto us again. Been a long time, 100%. And lastly, literally no protection for Arsenal players in general, to be honest. Should have been reds in all recent games. Do you, do, yeah. do you think they do it because we're Arsenal? I've always said, you know... And we've I, I got think, such a reactionary fan base. I think somewhat I'm biased because I probably don't watch enough of the other teams to say mm-hmm. to, to, to to actually say if there is an Arsenal agenda. But I feel there is because I just feel like consistently we are... We we just we just don't get the rub of the green when it comes to VAR. You know, when I was looking at stats last season, we were literally bottom of the table in terms of VAR decisions for us. And we were at the top of the table for VAR decisions against us. So it, it's just, it's just, I know somebody's got to be at the top or the bottom of the table, but it just so, like, how can you have both, how can you have the same team at both ends of the table? you know, when it comes to VAR decisions. It's, it's just ridiculous. So I believe, I might be biased, and to be honest, I don't care. I'm an Arsenal yeah. fan, but I, I feel as though there is an agenda against Arsenal when it comes yeah. to officiating because it can't be this consistently bad, you know, for us season after season after season. So I definitely feel there is a certain level of biasness because, mm. let's face it, refs are just people um, and people I, in general can yeah. be biased. So I don't know if you caught any of the West Ham-Liverpool game. 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was, did you see the Cresswell incident? If yes, that I was did. 34, that would have been a red. Yes, I did. And that I is did my main I did see it. issue. Yeah, I did with see it. With VAR, it yeah. doesn't work. There's no yeah. consistency. He got that red card because of his reputation. I'm not defending the guy because I can't yeah. stand him, but mm-hmm. it's just fact. Because I know a couple of our regulars are on here will say, oh, you're defending him now, lots. No, yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But it's his reputation. Yeah. He's notorious yeah. for it. And if you look at the way Cresswell went in, his foot was above the ball, did not touch the ball. Yeah. Should have been sent off. He got very lucky in that game. Yeah, it's crazy. It is, man. There's no consistency. Mikey, thank you for the question. Um, we're not going to cover the takeover oh. talk tonight, um, but we will Actually, cover it um, hopefully on some other future shows. Yeah. yeah. G, Mikey, if you want to have something to read, I've got a blog on that. I've did a load of research. Um, there's a blog on my blog page. I will give you the link after it, or you can go onto my Twitter page. Just click the link and go and have a read of what Excellent. I think anyway. Excellent. Thank you, Lottie. Um, Cresswell should have been sent off in the Liverpool game. Yeah, it was a, it was a horrendous challenge. Although he got the ball um, initially, he followed through, and it was it was dangerous, dangerous tackle. Um, well done, Gunners. Um, don't know about the foul on Saar by Maitland Lyles. Oh, we've got Tottenham fan in the house. Yeah, to be honest, um, I didn't see it. Don't care, we won. You guys drew. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's and out of control. Um, and thank you, Lottie. No problem. But Mikey, like I said, we will cover that. Um, mm, yeah. It's something I've actually been meaning to cover. So between mm-hmm. my show um, and an announcement coming a little bit later on in this show, it's something we definitely will cover. Um, because mm-hmm. to be honest, the Newcastle takeover and the kind of monetize, you know, monetization of football and corruption in football, we could be here for hours. So we will definitely devote a, you know, a a show to that topic. So we definitely will come back to that. And there we are. It's all love. It's all love. A little bit anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Only on Um, international breaks. Yeah. Should have been four to five years yesterday, but we will always take a one nil. Definitely, definitely. Right. Now, um yeah so we basically summed up everything but we're gonna um quickly go to something that i had planned to do at the beginning of the show but um for whatever reason i forgot um and we're gonna go to fans photos now this is something that i think between i think it was lottie i think it was your idea also a little bit of stevens you guys came up with this what is a fantastic idea which is to share the moments of arsenal fans you know Mm. with other arsenal fans um pre-game during the game and post-game. So, yeah. Lottie, I will leave so, you to take it away. No, so this weekend was a bit special. There was a lot of people coming down. We had we had the wonderful Jay who's in this picture. She came all the way up from Penzance on her train. She got her train back today. Jay, if you're watching this back, this is the best photo of us. Um, this was, I think this was taken about 11.30am in the, in the pins. We were there at opening time at 11am after we had a full English breakfast. And we've got Miss Sparks is in the chat. We've got James Warren and another James. So it's Warren in between the two Jameses. Um, that was post-match. It was really nice to see see Sparks as well again. Uh, this was pre-match with the boys. Got Jay, got Alex. And over the back, you got Weasel and Grizz. Um, they didn't know I was taking a photograph, but I think it's just a brilliant face. They're not going to forgive me for putting this on. But... And this... Is the Star Strike Force? You got Guna Souls who came down from Manchester, myself, beautiful G from Penzance, and of course, the one and only Albert JTV. If you're still in the chat, mate, I had to use this photo. 
We planned this about two months ago for all of us to meet up for the first time. Incredible. Again, got Weasel. As you can see, this was uh, Weasel, Warren and Grizz. As you can see, guys, this was opening time. It's empty compared to the other photos. It's empty. <laughs> yeah, Souls and Albert, they got their first picture taken. I mean, these guys have been doing content for goodness how, how long. And they finally met up, which is brilliant. Brilliant, man. I think and this is the last one. The last one. If it's I mean, going to play for me. Yep, yeah, here we go. This one is obviously Albert and Kevin Campbell. I missed Kevin Campbell at the 12 pins. I am absolutely gutted. I missed him, <laughs> but well done, Albert. Getting a picture with the one and only Kevin Campbell. Definitely. I mean, there's been this footage of him in 12 pins, leading the Arsenal fans in the songs. If you haven't seen it, guys, have a scroll through Twitter. It's there somewhere. Quality, quality. No, really good photos. Um, you know, I think fans' photos is something that we want to do more of, but it, obviously yeah. a lot of it depends on um, people in the involved. chat and obviously, you know, sending us photos that we can share. And obviously when Lottie's, you know, at the game with, you know, the other gooners and stuff. Um, so it's something that we won't do every show, but we'll do it as often as we can. So yeah. all of you that were featured in the photos, glad you had a great day. And obviously, um, you know, sharing the photos is really good. And for those of us, particularly that can't get to the game as well, because we can just see, you know, the joy and, and, and the excitement and the fun that you guys experience. So, yeah, go on. The next big, big, next big meetup is going to be getting you and Stephen to London. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I can't wait. I mean, this one went so you, well. I'm ready for that pickup, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's not even that. Like, it's just, it's just the atmosphere uh, of like, going to the ground, yeah. just being around yeah. people you've spoke to. Because yeah. none of us have met yet. That's the, the irony and everything. Else. I know, it's, like, it's so crazy. You wouldn't, that, that's, you wouldn't think that. That's what's so mind-boggling about this whole thing is that yeah. I all these people that I in, interact I mean, with, like obviously yeah. on Twitter, on, yeah. on, on you know, you know, you've got Instagram, on the DMs, yeah. people in the chat. I've not actually physically met any of them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or the vast majority. So, yeah. yeah, no, me and Stephen definitely have to come down and, yeah, that yeah. would be one it's hell of a really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, I've, I've, I mean, I talked to Ben, who's in the chat tonight, a lot, and I yeah. still haven't met him. Yeah, <laughs> I still crazy. haven't met him, and crazy. he's just. Like, this like is I've just the, you know, this is the, um, this is the positive side of you know technology and social media, you know, which is great because yeah. you are connected with people, but not necessarily in the same area, space, yeah. or environment. So, in the world. it is a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. But yeah, so guys, that basically sums up the show. Um, but before we go, um, we do have a roundup of um, news, you know, um, information. So I think I'm going to kind of go through a couple of things and then I'll probably leave um, it up to you, Lottie, to kind of end the show and so forth. So in terms of um, sub-challenge, so we do have our subscription challenge. Now, we had one back at the beginning of the season, which we didn't quite meet. Um, and that was for um, to get to 500 subscribers and Stephen would have bleached blonde hair, beard and everything. So we didn't quite get there, but we grew in terms of our subscribers. So thank you for subscribing. Those of you who watch us, if you haven't subscribed, please do. Now, our next challenge um, is fast approaching. And that is for us to reach a thousand subscribers between now and the 31st of December 2021. Now, if we reach a thousand subscribers between now and the 31st of December, I have agreed to bleach blonde my hair, B 
beard and tash, but I'm not doing the eyebrows. No, Lottie, I knew he's going to do that. I'm not doing it. I'm not agreeing to that. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't subscribed, but you would really love <laughs> to Look see me. Every there, time. Please do subscribe. Um, yeah, just, just do what you need to do to, to make it happen. Um, and the third part of the, the challenge is actually takes us into next season. So if we can get to 2,000 subscribers between now and the start of next season, Lottie um, has agreed, and she can't go back on this, which is she will get a tattoo of choice within reason. Okay, so there are some ideas um, floating around with regards to what the tattoos might be. Um, be aware but, yeah. I've seen none of these. So these two are cooking some makeup. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the first initial idea. Yeah. You know. So obviously, if you're Lottie's, listening, come on. Lottie, Lottie is from London. Um, I'm originally from London, even though I've recently moved, but um, I've got a really good friend of mine who um owns and runs his own, you know, tattoo uh parlor or tattoo studio in London. So we've got the venue. Um, you know, all we need is the, mm. the subscribers, and we've already got generally the idea so please if you know any arsenal fans that have not subscribed you think they would really like our content or if for whatever reason you haven't subscribed to the channel please do subscribe um right now um obviously sub challenge between now and the end of year if you want to see me with bleach blonde hair and obviously a tattoo for lottie by next start of next season for us to get to a thousand and two thousand subscribers i know what you're trying to do um <laughs> And next, just acknowledging I, it, it means you bit him. It's fine. I win again. Two nil to the Lottie. Lottie, <laughs> if you could, if you could just run through, um, I don't even know where they are now. Our socials quickly yeah, before we sure. get onto some really exciting. So if you news. want to follow us on Facebook, you just put in your search bar Canon Chat. It's the same with Instagram, but it's Canon underscore chat chatter. Also, we are now on TikTok, so I'll, hopefully we'll get some new content out. I mean, I know G is definitely. Up from lessons, yeah, some lessons from his daughter, how to how to use it. it. So hopefully, we'll all be posting on from there. Like if you want to follow us as a channel, it's obviously at Canon Chow. Or if you want to follow Stephen, who's not here tonight, but will be back very soon, it's at SB If you want to follow my co-host, <laughs> I don't know where I'm pointing um, tonight. G talks Arsenal. He's always got great, great tweets, or you'll see us bantering against each other, as usual on Twitter. <laughs> of course, Stephen does get involved with that. So, Or if you want to follow myself, it's Lottie underscore B. Two T's, two I's, because someone nicked the original spelling. I don't actually spell my name with two I's. And I am behind with this, but at the moment, I have got my Newcastle takeover thoughts on my blog and what it could potentially mean for Arsenal. Um, and Oops, could we sorry. actually sell the players that we need to get rid of in order yeah. for them to stay up. So make sure you go and check it out, window. guys. It's a really good read. I've done my research and I've kept it brief because it's not a pretty picture from the research on their owners, I promise you. Mm. But if you want to go check that out, it's Lottie AFC. Yeah, I keep changing it. Blogspot.co.uk. No, it's fine. That's fine. Don't worry. As you can see on the screen, if you're not sure, you can always go, hit, go and hit me on my Twitter page and it's there. Cool. Um, if you want to purchase any uh, merchandise that we've got, um, so G's modeling the t-shirt tonight. I've actually got the Canon Chatter hoodie on. <laughs> um, you can actually give drop us an email at info at canonchatter.com or you can DM Stephen at, um, on Twitter at SB Canon Chatter. Um, lastly, make sure you subscribe, turn on the notifications and hit that like button. 
Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you so much for doing that, Lottie. Now, the only other bit of news before we move on to a big announcement is that um, those of you who missed out on the first show last week, we did launch our new show, which was G Talks. So we did a show last week. I was joined by Chris, a.k.a. Gunner King, and my cousin Andre, a.k.a. I think he was called Harry Payne during the show. Uh, but he's since joined Twitter. So we basically discussed um, one of the kind of ongoing shows that we'll be having on G Talks called Split Opinions. And we basically discussed our opinions on Odegaard and Pepe, two of the most kind of players that divide fan opinion um, probably the most out of the current squad. Um, G Talks will be back this Wednesday. Um, so I have confirmed guests. I have confirmed the actual topic that we're going to be discussing. So I will be creating that stream, putting the information out probably tomorrow, no later than Wednesday morning. G Talks is going to be a weekly show. Um, some weeks we might not be able to do it mainly to do with guests or, or availability, etc. But as long as we can kind of get things sorted, we'll be doing it. So for those of you who didn't catch the first episode of G Talks, please do go and watch it back to join myself and my guests and see what we're talking about. We are going to be back Wednesday of this week with another second episode of G Talks. So please do stay tuned for more information with regards to that. And that leaves me nicely to hand over to Lottie, um, for breaking news um, and obviously the last bit of information of the night. So, Lottie, all yeah. up to you. Uh, as you've been mentioning on previous shows, Jesus, you know I've, you know how busy I've been working on stuff. I have finally got my content together. I am going to be back on Friday with the Lottie show. And it's going to be a little bit special because I feel this is not talked about enough. They don't get enough praise, but I am bringing Canon Chatter TV the Arsenal Ladies Show. And my first guests, they're up and re ready to go. Guys, if you do enjoy the women's football and you want to get involved, drop me a DM and we'll try and fit you in. I want I, I want different guests every week. We're going to be looking at it. We're going to be doing a review of the Champions League game and the season so far and also look ahead to Saturday's North London derby in the league. Will we be able to retain those three points? and stay top of the league where we belong like we have all season, let's hope so. Brilliant, brilliant. Watch out Fantastic. for my tweets for more details. If you're interested Excellent. in jumping on with me on Friday, give me a shout. Excellent. There's always room so, for yeah. more. There it is, guys. So, you know, um, we do our preview shows, we do our review shows, but, you know, we're really actively looking to kind of split up the content a little bit more, give you guys, you know, more information, more content, rather than just kind of pre and post games. So, yeah, you know, the Lottie show is back with a bang, you know, this Friday. So stay tuned um, yeah. for that. I've got a new um, intro video for us as well. So I've got something a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. I've got a very, very good mate of mine to We've seen make it. me it's something fresh. What, it's really good energy. Really yeah, no, good. You is, don't want to miss it, it guys, honestly. It is. It's so, yeah, so that's that's your Wednesday and your Friday evening sorted. Uh, Wednesday G Talks at 7 p.m. Um, the Lottie Show is back with a bang on Friday. I'm not sure what time, but that will be confirmed that's later on in the week. Um, so, yeah, um, and that's it really from us. Um, I'll just go to the comments. Um, I'll get through some of the last comments and then we'll wrap things up. Um, so, seen a brilliant tweet there. Danny Rose is back in England camp. He just fell out of Saka's pocket. Excellent. Tom, it's so weird, honestly. I was saying to Georgina, you don't know anyone, but you meet up and it's like you've been yeah. mate forever. I've got, uh, gee, I've got a bit of a story with Tommy. Oriental. Tommy was standing there. He spotted me. I looked at him yeah. and I didn't 
it didn't register as him and I looked at him, yeah. oh my god Tommy but it was oh, really like, really good to see him if I'm honest it with you is. it really it was is. it's just natural it's, isn't it when you, yeah, no, when you get is. to know somebody even if you're yeah. getting to know them online and stuff you can still you can still feed off that energy do you know what I mean yeah, you kind of know it's there you know whether it's in person or not Mikey yeah. I'll get sharing your channel guys with everyone I know and Arsenal mates thank you so much yes. Mikey you know, and please, everybody else, please follow suit. You know, all the support we can get, we are massively appreciative. Tom, G's wearing the gear this week after Steve gave him daggers last week. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what? I didn't get daggers. Did you notice Tom, that? I didn't get daggers. I didn't what's, get what's daggers. His, what's, 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 oh, man, Stephen gives it, it to you. us. Like, literally. No, it was just you. It's like, we're like two little naughty kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. So yeah, it was you and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. If you didn't say anything, I don't think that would have happened. Sorry, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ben here saying Southampton game lot. You first meet up. I can't wait. That's gonna I'll be it. epic. It's gonna be fun. Enjoy, guys. Tom says here. I found out which hotel I'm staying at the Barca game lottie. I had to check after you asked me yesterday. No problem. <laughs> yeah, because uh, oh. Tommy's coming down in the weeks for the for the Barcelona yeah. game because it's a Thursday night. So mm. got the good game. So yeah, that's it. Um, you know, it's you know, it's it feels really good. You know, that we are, you know, in a much better place than where we were, you know. And when we think about it, you know what? I think we're three points off second. Um, we're on a 10-game unbeaten run. We're keeping clean sheets. The Halen boys are performing. The defence is not conceding. There's so many positives at the moment. I kind of wish that the international break didn't come at this point because we, we're absolutely flying. Yeah, go on, Lottie. Definitely. I mean, it's, it's a shame... It's a shame that you didn't include the draws in your Arteta tattooed bet. I'm gutted. You would have been getting it otherwise, wouldn't Boy, you? I'd be filming it. I'd have been getting, you, you I probably would have been getting multiple. Escape. I probably would have been getting multiple times, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, you said you said you've got space, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, yeah. I don't know, Lottie. Um, obviously, I'll leave the last word to you. Those of you in the chat, those of you who've watched tonight, thank you so much for your continued support. It's always an absolute pleasure doing these shows. Um, so I'm just going to say goodnight from me. I'll see you guys on Wednesday for a second episode of G Talks. Lottie, um, any last words? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna sign off a bit differently. I'm going to say what I said at the beginning of the show. Hey, Len's on the roll. Saka and Smith Rowe. Good night. Good night, people. <laughs> <laughs>